oh fuck, I forgot to look this up. But mm. this just sounded like something that was uh meant for us in a weird way. I don't know if it was meant for but it was just like it was this like Instagram thing that uh uh, someone posted and it was like all these slides and it was like 45 alternatives to self-harm and i was just like oh boy and 45 like, 40 i mean wow. isn't just everything an alternative to self-harm like mm-hmm. just living life without harming yourself make a sandwich. Is, yeah i mean it was shit like that like make a sandwich take up knitting get a yeah. coloring book Meditate, and i'm like exercise but it's just like i want to make our list of like 45 alternatives to self-harm it's just like Gang bang. <laughs> yeah. You know? Also, like, a, a lot of these fisting. things are argu- arguably could be self-harm or self-care, depending on the spirit you do it in. Yeah. I was like, that's a pretty weird Even like, eating a way sandwich, to... you could eat yourself to death, you know, yeah. if, if that's what's if going every on. Every time I want to cut myself, I just make myself a big fucking sandwich. <laughs> eat until it <laughs> Smother hurts. Smother it in ranch dressing. <laughs> right. Eat until I'm shitting myself <laughs> and I'm in pain and I die of diabetes in years. You know, yeah. And it's also just like... <laughs> Or like sex, it's like like why like I don't see why every alternative every alternative to self harm on the list was like something that didn't inflict any sort of pain whatsoever. And I'm like, okay, like I get like that they're psychologically, even though I have some qualms about it, but like I get psychologically, we shouldn't be advocating that people cut themselves, right? Uh-huh. That's that's bad. Even though I do argue, like if people are able to do blood play with a partner and that's consensual. Right. What if I just want to do some solo blood play? Like all of a sudden that's fucked up. But I guess it's it's the intent I think it behind depends it, on the right? Spirit. Yeah, yeah, if because... you're like sad doing it versus if you're jerking off with the blood or whatever. Or even if you're sad doing it, but you're like, I'm not gonna go down the highway, whichever it is. I don't yeah. know that little mnemonic, but um, but I'm just gonna use my leg and I just I like I want to have some scars and so. I'm going to distract myself from this pain by doing this thing. I like, like, I don't know that it is like necessarily bad for you. I think it's bad when it's like fucking super depressed teenagers doing it that like don't, haven't been taught like healthy emotional mechanisms yet. Yeah. I think if you as an adult arrive to that decision and like are in some sort of space with it, that's fine because it's like, I definitely get there with like kink stuff. Like sometimes like right. when I like have like a, like a really intense impact scene, it's like beforehand I like t- let the person know I'm like, I'm kind of looking to like to get hurt. Yeah. Right. Like that's kind of what I want out of this right now. And like, I I'm able to like get into it that way. Right. Where it's like, it's I'm getting hit harder than I usually would like to hit. Like it, it really, really hurts. And like, I am not having a good time. Like, even a little bit beyond the I'm ha- having such a bad time that it's a good time. It's like, no, this is just a bad time. Right. And mm-hmm. like that itself is its own like weird cathartic space. And so <laughs> it, yeah, it just struck me when I saw like 45 alternatives self harm and nowhere on that list was like, get fucked real hard. Yeah. Let someone else beat the shit out of Let you. Let other do other harm. Instead. Yeah. Fu- instead of self harm. Yeah, you don't have to self harm. Daddy uh, harm. Mommy yeah. harm. <laughs> yeah. Find like a healthy constructive outlet. Right. For well, that, that's like right? when I was trying to make like a little bit out of how the girl loves really spicy foods, like Carolina Reaper, Scorpion, you know, the kind yeah. of the spiciest ones. Whereas I'm like, oh, yeah, you found a healthier outlet for self harm. You're going to just burn your insides instead yeah. of your outsides. And I'm like, well, yeah, because the girl loves intense experience. She likes intense pain. So if I'm fisting her, like it makes sense that 
you would just turn that and just be like, yeah, I'm the kind of person who sometimes, yeah, you just, I know the, the more intense things are, the more I'm going to be out of my head. So like, let's go do some sex stuff. That's yeah. Other harm. Yeah. Yeah. I think people just, I think people latch on to the cutting themselves thing because it, it's not exclusively by any means, but it is most predominantly associated with like teenage girls. Right. And I think people like ignore like a lot of the, a lot of like teenage girls is need for that intense feeling and a need for an Mm -hmm. outlet like that because like, you know, boys are almost only given like aggressive, painful outlets for their emotions. Right. Mm -hmm. Girls really aren't giving, given any sort of like pseudo violent outlet for their emotions, that physical one. Right. Right. At least that I can think of. Right. I mean, there's like the whole like, cunty cloak and dagger talking shit stuff but that's like not the same as just like cutting words yeah but not like being hurt not like you know just women need to be slamming into stuff more or whatever yeah Yeah. some kind of yeah we all need a little mosh pitting a little football tackle a little something something Mm -hmm. a little spice of life yeah some pain but like our ancestors did not have pain yeah. They were in pain all the time, so I guess we need yeah, physical pain. It just makes me I, I wish that there was like um I posted a thing on gender flows this week that was like if you want to be uh if you want to be a self-help specialist this holiday season, all you need is this color and this font and and, and like a purely unqualified statement like mm-hmm. and like that made me think of that list, right? Cuz it's just like why like all these people writing this list are fucking idiots it seems like all these like self-help things it's flying around clickbait, online i think yeah it is it's like feel good like suburban housewifey clickbait shit yeah, but i'm like good listicle mm-hmm. yeah but i in my head it's always like you can tell these people don't know what the fuck they're talking about because sex is never included in it yeah like like it people still even as they're like trying to be self-help be like positive just, of, yeah. yeah but they just ignore like the potential benefits of like involving sex one in of our things. fundamental human activities that is also potentially you know usually yeah. free um and 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 you know just a healthy thing because even yeah you can lean in too hard to eating your emotions away and that's not going to really be that helpful you even can lean too hard into anything yeah exactly right? like, but that's why you need a tool get belt obsessed of, with like oh man i just got to hit the gym every day now like if i don't sex, yeah yeah so like let's have some exercise let's have some sex let's have some food and outside, like all those things but yeah sex is one of the main tools one of the main like activity um uh, opportunities whatever whatever yeah. things that we have to um yeah to, to make ourselves, to, feel, to make ourselves better. feel better and to work out all the things that we need to work out as humans. It's sure. like on, on all these like make yourself feel better list, especially like for most women, like there's always the one section. It's like, have a you night, light some candles, get in a bath. And it's like, and then they're like, you know, make eat, drink yeah. some nice wine or whatever. And it's like what they never then say is like, and masturbate. They never, but, they, I was gonna say, you know, it's just, like, just fucking jerk off. Like, but you should yeah. say that saying that's going to make more people do it and feel more okay about doing it. Yeah, right. That's like, crazy. Like in a, in a list of like, things you could do besides self-harm fucking come you idiot like why would you not put they didn't put coming masturbation or they didn't put anything like that like 
That's yeah. crazy. That is insane. I mean, unless this is being marketed for, I don't know, a 14 year old at a Christian school. I, what's, I mean, what's I the saw point some like fucking adults, you know, sharing it. Like, I don't really, f- right. <laughs> shocker, just, I don't really follow 14 year olds on Instagram. Right. These are all but, I mean, my, just saying, who are they marketing this toward? I mean, this is, if this is not for, for, yeah, you know, Muslim I think they're children. marketing it towards like queer people and like, you know, people who are trying to feel hip and well, like good about themselves. Not to be on there. But, insane. but, they we want to feel that way, but really, it's there's this group of people like that that have just turned into like suburban moms, right? Yeah. Like they just love, mm, just give me that like clickbaity shit, right? I guess so that's who it's made for. Well, either way, yeah, let's be a little bit more sex, not just sex positive, but just like adult about inclusive. Yeah, we can talk about sex, everyone. It's it's, it's time. <laughs> This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under Gender Fluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Um, I have something random that I just was reminded of because a girl texted me. But I think they've... It, from what I'm guessing, from what it looks like they're doing, I think they're letting you know how many replies you've made to someone now since they last answered. You know how you could calculate that yourself when if you're like you have a crush or you're newly flirting with someone and they're in your texting, you're like, oh, no, I've texted them now three times, like some little thing. Yeah. But, the, you know, like that. I think they're doing that now because how's that appearing on your okay, phone? OK, so the girl texts me. I think it's going to be OK. And I said, I'll take it heart, heart, like two different, you know how you space out sometimes, you know, yeah. two little things. And so then it has this little thing under hers that says two replies. And so I think they just added that. That's and they're, weird. they're now just like the other day. So they're now like letting you know so that you don't act a fool. And it says like seven replies, 17 you know whatever. interesting Someone's, that's my guess. i wonder if it shows it on hers as well like underneath her message because i'm thinking it might also be letting you know letting her know like hey there are two replies to your message like yeah. it's gonna send her an alert that says there are two replies yeah, on your yeah. phone i'm not sending an alert but like it just instead includes of, it there well yeah. maybe it is maybe it will alert. send an alert they like instead will. of like a red receipt it's like a reply receipt right it's yeah. like hey you got but that's just the message alert anyways. I don't know. That's weird. Um, I, I, I like that in that. So it's like, it's going to put it in text review. Hey, hey man, like fucking slow down and let him respond. Right. Like, or for that sup guy. Oh now he has fucking to God, see dude. his like tally count. 11 replies, 12 replies. They're really like, yeah, so, I got fucking, <laughs> I have like a handful of like Instagram reply guys where it's like, 
anything I fucking post like gets like a like and like a two or three word comment. And like, I never, I might go like the message every now and then, like if it's actually yeah, yeah. cute, but I never respond or like have right. a conversation. And the one time I did, it was, it just blew up then for months and then mm, like slowly yeah. subsided back down. It's just like, damn dog. Like, yeah, you gotta be really careful. But it's like, they're not weirdos, right? Yeah. They're just fucking dudes. They're all just fucking dudes from around town. And it's mm. just like, ah, oh, damn dog. Like, I don't really want to <sighs> talk to you at all or engage with you. I'm fine with you looking at me because I know it's clear you're into me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Want to fuck me or whatever based on my Instagram. But like, yeah. I don't really want to have any sort of like textual verbal contact with you. Right. Can't open the Pandora's box. Instagram needs this new reply thing. Are they? Yeah. Are they? That's just comments on a uh, on a. No, on like on a the, story on the, it's always oh, on the on story stories. rarely right, right, right. rarely on the like posts right right they want to be straight into the dms well that's the thing about stories is it makes it feel very welcoming of like yeah anyone could of course message here i've put this thing out and here's that little box yeah. right at the bottom and it's everyone's doing it and everyone does you know like send all these little hearts and you know whatever's and so it's just it just feels like less you know how once we had Facebook Messenger, that felt less vulnerable than texting someone. Now, like Instagram or story reply is one of the least vulnerable ways that you can DM someone right oh, now. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. also like 100% a way to flirt with somebody. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like straight that's up. The most reason when you want to non vulnerable, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's when that would come into play the most, yeah. <sighs> Anyway, just thought that was interesting, but I'm not even sure that's what's happening. It's just what I think from one piece of data, but because I, I, I don't I have any. I think that's a, usually back and forth. I hope with that's everybody. what's happening. I, what would be really interesting is if they attached uh, attached some sort of like analytics to it, right? Mm-hmm. That way you could be like, hey, just so you know, like 67% of the time you send two to three replies before they send any, like they yeah, give you percentages yeah. that you can like break yeah, down. That's more useful even than the just like it's been to right now. It's if it's a consistent pattern, you don't realize, or even a length, right? Could you see, not even just how many um, replies, but the length of them. Uh, that you could, they're like, you're doing 78% of the talking in this conversation yeah. in case you haven't noticed. Well, <laughs> I have a problem with that. Not doing the talking, but like uh-huh. there are just some people on Instagram that I message with, right? And like, they'll send like a sentence and I'll send like three sentences back. Yeah. But it's like, I, I'm sorry. I don't, I haven't grasped how to do like the cool, don't really be attached, send like one line of like text back and forth or whatever. It's like, nah, my like, whatever kind of like, shit's going on in my brain makes me be like I'm just gonna have to give you my full thought and make a real dumb joke and then you're (laughs) just gonna heart it and we're not gonna talk anymore for another week (laughs) okay yeah it's different times and different styles I mean sometimes yeah you just wanna go back and forth but other times you're also you do open up people to the someone has to be the first one to be like oh actually I am gonna give you my full attention and really think about this and start a conversation. Yeah. I just, that's why I don't like messaging is because I have to give them my full attention every time. Yeah. Like it causes me so much like stress and anxiety to like sit down and just flippantly respond to a thing. So like when I do do it, it's me just being like, I just can't fucking can't. So I'm just not going to do it. See, I just go back and forth between, yeah, sometimes paying a lot of attention and giving way too much of my time and energy to all kinds of people. And then just being like, I got to get all this shit checked off and just, yeah. and then you just, yeah, it's not good for me. It's like, I, I, I think the stress is like, it literally feels like 
my relationship with that person is at stake with every message yeah. and their entire perception of me is at stake with right. every message and writing so, feels so permanent to me that it's like, I'm, I'm putting my thoughts down for you. Like, I don't want to like have to write out what I think right now. I would rather just be able to say it in a conversation and then maybe come back to it later. Or, you know, even if it's just like, Hey, what are you up to? It's like, Oh fuck! Like, how do I? What do I want to say to them? Like, to make sure that. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> like, uh, oh. yeah, too much pressure. Every time. Yeah. I I don't know if this is gonna be funny. It was funny to me yesterday, but um okay so i was scrolling through twitter just for two seconds and someone who i don't think i even follow them but some but people i follow liked it or whatever uh tweeted hello everyone what's the most what's the most physically painful thing you've ever experienced you know how people just post like these little questions just to get a lot of interaction it's a great tactic i mean this guy himself well, he has like 7,000 followers, but he's also following 7,000-ish people, so they're not, you know, true followers. And he's still got like 5,000 um, hearts, 11,000 retweets, 14,000 comments um, on this. And so it's like a good, you know, and anyone who doesn't use Twitter, like people would sometimes just say, post a picture of your pet or what's your favorite kind of sushi or whatever. And, and if you're just the tiniest bit specific, especially, people will really give you stuff. So... Um, I was thinking about it. I didn't really know what I was going to post because like the most painful moment that I can really remember is having all the skin burned off my fingertips when I tried to uh, sneak out of my parents' house when I was like 17 and I thought I would use a sheer curtain and repel down. I had a whole vision and it just burned all the skin off my fingers. Anyway, Oof. good times, but I was bad. It was bad. Yeah, that fucking... That, I, yeah, I don't it was like bad. It I also bad. landed like on a, like a nail on my foot. I, I mean, there were, I had other issues beyond that at the same time. I mean, it was a bad day. That's but like comedically bad. That's like a movie. Like you're trying to sneak out. No, it's a story I can tell. Tips. You know, <laughs> it was bad. Um, oh. Yeah. But so I just thought, you know, I clicked on it just thinking like, oh, maybe people have interesting stories like that. Like just kind of like weird ways that they hurt themselves. Okay. So this was the one that was the top answer uh-huh. <laughs> in the in the thing um this is rain slash no sign to the maga water something you're only human if you're hum- humane and he's got a little picture of what looks like or this could be a woman actually oh yeah it says i am a woman strong and capable i their, their bio i don't need others to do my thinking don't mistake kindness for weakness not just good-hearted realist too okay i think it's a woman yeah. she's just she's just in the military you know what? It would have been funnier if I hadn't told you terrible bio. She was a woman, <laughs> for sure. But um, anyway, this is <laughs> this was the first response on the most painful, physical, painful thing you've ever experienced. Seven years of beatings and rapes as a child. Been shot. <laughs> had my face sliced open my spine is being held together by two plates and 14 screws then there's the emotional pain of all the above take your pick why would you ask people to put this out here for your jollies yes (laughs) but also damn dog damn that's fucked up oh my gosh dude okay damn first of all you didn't have to respond rain yeah this could have been for stories about how you (laughs) burned your finger skin off uh you could have quietly been like okay some but also you could say like, here, you really want to hear some pain? Here you go, asshole. You know, or yeah. just here you go. I mean, you don't have, I mean, like, why did you put this all out there? 
for your jollies. Of course. What are we on Twitter for? I don't know. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> We're curious about you, uh, each other, um, and you've certainly given us your your truth. I mean, yeah. shit. Like, I'm I, I'm glad to know that. As seven years of. Uh, seven years of beating and rapes as a child been shot i like the the way that like it's almost like a poem seven years of beatings and rapes as a child been shot how my face had my face sliced open my spine is being held together by two plates and 14 screws then there's the emotional pain of all of the above take your pick (laughs) snap 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 snap, yeah exactly we're at a coffee shop and i'm like (laughs) okay you know part of me for sure is like jesus christ this is horrific and i am so sorry to this person obviously that they have had all this pain in their life good god yeah but it's also just i couldn't help because i was not (laughs) expecting anything like this (laughs) once i got to seven years beatings and rapes as a child i started busting out laughing yesterday and had to explain to the girl and our other friend (laughs) what had made me laugh so (laughs) hard uh, um but also so that's the thing is you um that response has gotten like 341 likes one quote tweet (laughs) which I'm like, that wasn't me, right? Okay. No, they, <laughs> two retweets. So, uh, you know, some people, of course, have said to, to her, sorry that happened to you, but no one forced you to share, um, which has gotten almost as many likes as her actual thing. And then there are other things on his post, you know, where people are like talking about more kind of funnier stories or just like stuff from the military that's interesting or, um, yeah, all kinds of answers, some of which, like one of them, my second C-section opened when I got home after three days in hospital. My husband had to pack the wound two times a day for six weeks. Incredibly painful. Women should not be sent home three days after a damn C-section. Fuck out of here. Oh, right. my God. Yeah, so there you go. And that's another reason that's... for that post, right? There's a lot of PSAs throughout this thing. If you just glance around, especially at the the more popular ones, like there's some in there where you're like, oh, that is good to know. Um and that one, so that, but that thing had gotten 1,473 likes on it or faves or whatever. Fucking A. Hold on. Can we just stay on the, my C-section opened once I got home well, and my husband had to pack the wound? We'll get right back there to it. But finishing the point, there's plenty of things. I was hit by an IED that's 2,400, whatever, um, likes. The point is the one that they put at the top, that was just for my particular algorithm. I'm realizing, you know, they determine it by <laughs> what they think you'll be engaged by. Oh my god! Because it, so, <laughs> it didn't have as many likes as a lot of the other of the like fifteen thousand <laughs> of the fifteen thousand responses on it there. Was like the one they ch- chose: children and rape. Yeah, give that one to Ariel. I was raped as a child for seven years. <laughs> they were like, "Well, this will get the most engagement," and they were right. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my god <laughs> yeah um, that's fucking wild that it gave they, i mean it doesn't that's surprise like, me algorithms don't usually that know so me that well sense. but i feel like they've 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 hit some they've taken they've another step nail, really <laughs> this is the beginning of skynet <laughs> um but yeah so i don't know what's normal for a c-section like how long that you're supposed to be in the hospital for or that you either, should take. i wouldn't i didn't think like, it was more than three days I mean, it's a pretty big surgery, you know, but like, I'm just a man. I mean, I, I, you know, I was fucking this dude once who had just had hip surgery. He had like a hip problem, mm-hmm. like, uh, not an old dude with a hip problem. Also just tossing that out there. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, we thought it was all good and I accidentally like ripped his stitch open a little bit. 
Like we thought it was mostly healed. It was, you know, it was a pretty scary thing. And I yeah. think about someone's wound being ripped open, but it's like, I mean, that's kind of, that could be kind of hot. Like if it's like, if you go into it thinking like, oh, I got to fuck you so gently mm-hmm. as to not rip your wound. Yeah, that's pretty hot. But it's like, like having to be quiet or something. During sex. Yeah. Um, the, the internet says wound every day that's yeah. fucking intense too. Like sure. I gotta like pack your wound. You're fucking, that's not, not in a hot way. Talk about increasing. Like, I mean, it would either break the relationship or increase the love they have, you oh, know, where it's just like, it. yeah. yeah, but I can see some dude, some fucking dude yeah. somewhere being like, I can't do it. I just can't look at you sexy no more. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, well, I looked it up and it says that the average day after a C-section is two to four days. So I guess that's just normal, but I just think maybe that's one of those, something went wrong with hers. Maybe that's one of those things that's like a kind of shitty patriarchal like standard that's kind of left over where it's just like, yeah, my two to four days will be good. But it's like, yeah, that's a pretty major surgery. Maybe give somebody like a solid four days yeah. in the hospital. Or it should just depend instead of it always just being like three days. That's what your insurance pays for and you're out. Like maybe they yeah. can kind of tell when it's like, ooh, this one's a little loose still. Let's yeah. keep you in here. And yeah. Anyway, people have a lot of pain. If anyone's interested. <laughs> find that on twitter um can i uh, i have an update on a gay news story we talked about a while ago like okay. oh, about a year ago uh-huh. i just came back into my world because i'm a star wars fan uh shocker to ever, nobody mm. um but uh rosario dawson got cast in the tv show the mandalorian as one of my favorite characters, Ahsoka Tano. Everybody's uh-huh. pretty fucking stoked about it. Um, but some trans people were pissed about it because if a year ago, Rosario Dawson's like handyman and like groundskeeper, personal assistant kind of uh-huh. person, yeah. like sued her because uh, he came out as trans. He says like uh, once he moved from like New York to like LA to like live on their property or whatever, uh-huh. he came out as trans and like the, he said that like the family like consistently like misgendered him and refused to acknowledge him as a man. And that like at one point um, he got pulled out of the a front like window in his house on their property and like uh, that Rosario Dawson held him down as like her mother like beat the shit out what? of him saying shit like uh, like yeah you think you're a man now but if you're a man then why can't you fucking like defend yourself or whatnot I remember us talking about this because we kind of laughed at it I don't remember it. that at all yeah we were laughing at it being like that's kind of fucked up that, <laughs> like a well, way like you're gonna beat the very fucked up if it really happened yeah you're gonna emasculate somebody to like make them not trans anymore or whatever beat the shit out of them but but they're yeah. being like you're a woman while I'm beating you I guess they're women too but it's like yeah it doesn't I don't know that story sounds crazy yeah and so it was there was a lawsuit it happened back in like October 2019 Rosario Dawson and her mother beat up a little trans and, like, boy he was he was in his like forties or fifties. Okay, fine. Beat up a trans dude yeah. who had been working for them for a year. No, he'd been working. They Rosario had known him since they were teenagers. What? Yeah. And Hold now on. She's beating that. Well, well, wait. So, I I mean that I had we, that had happened. I had forgot about that happening because it gone into the courts. Right. He had lawyers. She had lawyers. The family had lawyers. Right. 
um, with the getting cast in Star Wars thing, it came back up because a bunch of trans people are like, hey, what the fuck's up, Disney? And like Lucasfilm, like hiring Rosario Dawson, who's in the middle of this court case about this shit. Well, who knows the reasons why, but of the 20 charges against her and her family, mm-hmm. this man has dropped 18 of them without settlement. Interesting. And the dude's lawyers have left the case. Okay. And there are only two, like... So are we on my side that this story is completely made up then? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't pass the smell test. I mean, that's that was also... I'm pretty sure that's what we said originally. Was I like, don't remember was ever like, talking about this. I don't know this. if this happened I must not, have disbelieved but... it so much that I immediately let it out of my brain as like a nothing story because that's... I mean, I'm so sorry if I'm wrong, but that's insane. Rosario and her da- Dawson and her mother are not beating up some f- childhood friend because he's trans. This is stupider than the Jesse Smollett yeah. nonsense. And so, like, there were so there are two charges left that the courts are going to decide if there's what are the even two enough. Left? I don't know. Um, I don't know what the all misgendering the t- a girl. Tr- <laughs> yeah, or like wrongful dismissal or something. Yeah, yeah. But like that. the courts are going to decide if there's enough evidence or not to take them up. And like, here's the thing: is like, who? It, this is Hollywood we're dealing with. Like Rosario Dawson's like in the in with Disney now, which was not a lovely corporation, despite the lovely movies that they might make. Yeah. Right. And so, who knows what pressure has been put on lawyers or judges or like people in the courts, right, to like fucking just bow out or been put on this dude where it's like, we're not going to settle with you officially. You're going to drop these charges and we'll just send you a check of it. Right. It's just like, maybe it's some of that shit. Maybe that's just my own little conspiracy theory brain, like going to work. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is not, you know, out of the world of possibilities. But, uh, yeah, it came back up that like, cause I was reading about it before you got here. Um, which is just like, I don't know. I'm with you. I don't think that shit really happened. That's some pretty fucking wild shit to go down. Like, and then they threatened apparently to kill his cat. And yeah, I just feels like the story you would make up. You I know, mean, too. It, yeah, it's That's, just so extreme. Uh, they missed. They were. St- it all started when they misgendered me three times a day. Then they started making snide comments, and all of a sudden, then they wanted me to move out, but I wouldn't, and so they beat me up and told me they'd kill my cat. Like. Okay. Like that's some fucking psycho shit. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. I just like, don't think that that seems like reasonable that Rosario would have yeah. made it as far as she has if she's insane. I don't know. Some Hatefully pretty crazy insane. people have like made that. it well, pretty far. Well, yeah. Unless she just became that insane, really. But yeah. My other thing is just like, this shit kind of pisses me off Seems because it's like, God damn, dude, like ruining, you're fucking ruining the credibility. Yeah. Mean, you're ruining the, the credibility kind of-, of so many people to be able to say people are shitty. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what's really upsetting about when people or groups or whatever cry wolf in these ways, because then I mean, really, really, truly ruining things. What I them. think probably happened is that like he came out as trans. Mm-hmm. I bet the mother and like somebody wasn't on board older people were yeah, yeah wasn't on board Rolled there their was, eyes at him there were like a couple of like misgenderings in the beginning like right. there are with anybody who like you if you've known him since he's a teenager right that's you a lot of his- feelings yeah. yeah that's a lot of history to like erase out of your brain and like to get train your brain to like use a new set of pronouns which even if people say it's easy i still misgender right. myself to exactly. this day and so like you know, it's like, I think that might probably happen. And he got so angry that he decided he was going to do something about it. Yeah. Right. 
That's that, what I, mean, I feel like. If anything, exactly. The story is a tenth uh, true, and um, then he just blew it up in his mind. And maybe it's like, yeah, maybe one time she shoved him. You know, even like yeah. at most, I would believe something like that, where um, the mom had some old has some old fashioned ideas, or you know, whatever doesn't accept things, and it's just like eye rolly or dismissive a little and then he gets to the point where he decides like I can't take this anymore but um but it's really like he owes them some money or or you know I don't know I'm just speculating but like there's something where the timing of it is and, yeah. and so they give him a little bit of a difficult time and then at some point there's uh, maybe the physical contact. I could believe some version of events. I, I don't believe she held him down and punched him like in the movies saying, oh, you're really a man. I mean, yeah. I, I just, I it, just this, doubt it. The feels, that's like a step. And the, I'm going to kill your cat. I'm going to kill your cat while we're at it. That uh, is smacks of not true. Yeah. But here's the thing. You've now fucked it up for other people to come mm-hmm. forward and say shit like that because those crazy motherfuckers are out there. Those are real people. Like, there are people that would say and do that shit. No questions asked, right? And it's like... Yeah. It's not like what happened to the dude is okay or permissible, but it's also like, you know, handle it appropriately. Right, I think what it probably was is that he wasn't completely happy with how he was treated and wanted to get the fuck out of there, but like couldn't like just quit without like not having another job at 50, having worked for yeah, them for I years if he was, and like needed. He like, might not have been up to the job too, because they said, it says here that, you know, that they, they paid for him to move from New York to LA to, and start renovating. I, I think they paid, but at least they hired him to do that. And they probably did pay for him to move and then renovate her home as a handyman. So this is a childhood friend that you're going like, let me help you out by giving you some work. And so it sounds like, you know, they clearly, at least in the beginning, are being very supportive. Um, uh, they're, uh, you know, it's like he, they offered him a place to live free of rent in North Hollywood. So instead of paying rent, Finley said he agrees to work for Dawson at $25 an hour for the home repairs and the cover his own utilities. I mean, this just, it seems like something went wrong with the business friendship uh, dynamic. Yeah. Business friendship comes out as transgender. You know, I could see some things getting a little bit, you know, sub ideal or maybe and again, maybe he uh, realizes that he there's he can't do the job or or whatever. He just he doesn't feel like he's being paid enough per hour. Like I know those kinds of things get in the way sometimes, too. So just, you know, if you're going to go like what's most likely in the story, I'm guessing this yeah. is at minimum hugely exaggerated on his part. Well, that's what it's looking like now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he's ruining. I mean, that's just disgusting. <coughs> if that's true, again, we could be totally wrong. <sighs> out of the wind, out of the window of his bedroom to the ground. Yeah. Because she's here. I mean, this, let me just go back to my conspiracy theory brain mm-hmm. after we've just. So I'm right there with you, engaging with conspiracy theory side of me. She is dating Cory Booker who is a very powerful politician. Really? Yeah. So like if they're, you know, it's just like, again, the political sway of some people, you know, in mm. judges and with the courts and with lawyers and shit like that. Right. Like <laughs> law enforcement, like yeah. I'm pretty, you know, 
maybe all these charges are getting dropped and he's getting fucked with because all this shit is 100% true and like Cory yeah. Booker doesn't want his fucking girlfriend to... Rosario, now that she's dating Cory, knows she can beat up trans men without... With impunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Saifel Sieb, you know, I, I'm not going to put down my judge's gavel on this one. I just am like, this, this is... Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. You know, I'm fully prepared to believe lots of conspiracy. I know I'm not a particular fan of Cory Booker. I thought he was quite the dweeb, you know, and it was annoying. He was taking up airspace from Andrew Yang, for instance, you know. Um, But this uh, doesn't see it doesn't seem like there's a conspiracy to allow rich people to beat up the trans. (laughs) I don't know. It could be. I don't know. This is the first (laughs) one we've heard. You'd think there'd be more (laughs) gardeners getting beat up. If there was really, I can see, I don't know. Only uh, Rosario Dawson's the only politician girlfriend who's just filled with so much rage at her childhood friend. You know what I mean? I just don't, like I get that things are hard for people sometimes with a childhood friend that you might be like more emotionally upset, but I don't think you, it's the kind where it usually leads to you beating the shit out of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to me, this sounds like helping out a childhood friend like they get there this isn't working out necessarily they still need money and are mm-hmm. in hollywood and are like you know what if they and, and like something like you know misgendery like kind of like just wrong or like you said sub ideal happens and they're they've got one friend who's like fucking sue her dude exactly there's it's sadly there's a human instinct and even if it isn't it's just as much as like and you know hushed tones like you know you could just sue her you could just make up some transphobic shit. because a human could start looking for the oppression could start looking for like uh you know what? That might have been a little mischief, you know, because if you now and you could do this all unconsciously, knowing that you need money or knowing that um, you're not doing a good job and they might and it's getting tense and they might fire you or knowing that you whatever you could have some kinds of yeah. um, and then unconscious motivations and then unconsciously uh, start convincing yourself that they are this monster that you need them to be in order to sue them. I mean, that's that's a very human possibility so for me the thing that like just makes it sound fake as fuck is that i'm gonna kill your cat yeah that's what i got to that detail and i'm and like it's just like come on man this sounds like the also, story like, either a lesbian or a trans boy would tell <laughs> to when they're like fucking when they're, lying. when they're lying yeah also like uh it maybe it, maybe they did say something about kill your cat but maybe it was a joke about his vagina dying or something, you know, it was just like, it was some sort of pussy joke. Yeah. Or, but, but I think the joke thing is actually potentially onto it. There could have been something said about a cat once, but if we all heard the context, we would be like, okay, well that was clearly a joke or, you know, or whatever. So that's my guess is that there's, there's just enough kernels of truth in this. Um, but whether that person is a little bit unstable and just, um, you know, a little, schizo or whatever and you know going that way or if they're just being i like the i like the hot scenario that where everything is just a little bit milder than it actually was so he did get pulled out of like Mm -hmm. a window but like it wasn't to get the shit beat out of him they're like tickling him (laughs) like oh yeah you're a man they're just like like, insane (laughs) yeah you're a man but you're laughing like a woman (laughs) yeah and he's like well i can't you're being tickled like a woman. Even though this is definitely some sort of assault. <laughs> Sounds better if I say they beat the shit out of me, not that I got held <laughs> so down and like tickled. like gaslighting him by being like, what, are you going to sue us and let everyone know that we tickled you? Yeah. 
play into his like yeah. you know yeah maybe they are fucking fragile crazy. masculinity or something exactly they are fucking insane and as it's just like a power team mother and daughter just like gaslighting the shit out of him just <laughs> just driving him to insanity <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do sue us it's not gonna sound and then uh, um well I guess, uh, you know, it's it one of those questions easier. we'll ask God when we die. Yeah. <laughs> Dinosaurs. What about Rosario Dawson? That trans dude. <laughs> Tickling, right? <laughs> Fuck, I knew it. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Oh, I can watch The Mandalorian well, now. Well, just, you know, PSA. I wasn't going to. Um, hey, don't um, lie about... Make sure you're being honest, as honest with yourself as you can be, but also don't lie about... Uh, don't straight up lie about uh, you know some kind of oppression or whatever because yeah, it really ruins up. it for everybody if people are lying out there. We need we need truth. Let's use truth. Nothing else will do, in my opinion. Okay, this one is uh, the hedra. Hedra. Yeah. Like a tetrahedron. Well, it's this is actually a group. Is this is actually. It will H I J R A. This oh, is H-I-J-R-A. yeah. This is just uh, the group in in Bangladesh that there's um, they have their own. So this is like a, a, a culture's one. Someone then you know has put in. Yeah, I was like I've seen this before. <laughs> Look at their flag. I'm just kidding. It's just a picture of women. <laughs> okay. In the culture of South Asia, hedras or uh, kusra in Punjabi and koja in Telugu. Uh, are assigned male at birth people who adopt feminine gender identity, women's clothing, and other feminine gender roles. Yeah, so it's basically the, the trans women of there, right? Since the late 20th century, some hedra activists and Western non-government organizations have been lobbying for official recognition of the hedra as a kind of third sex or third gender as neither man nor woman. Hedra are gaining more recognition and prominence through Asia, evidenced by the election of Shobha Nehru in 1998 to city council in Hisar, Haryana, India, and the newly passed law in 2013 that allows hedra in Pakistan to run for political office, though as of this writing, any hedra have yet to be voted into power in Pakistan. The Hindi term hedra comes from the Arabic word by analogy. Hedras are seen as fleeing from their birth gender, much the same way Muhammad fled from Mecca. Interesting. Yeah, the hedra have like, an, from my very, very, very limited understanding, uh, have like a really like kind of deep history like in that region, right? And that I think so. it's not necessarily like being trans. It is this kind of wholly separate third gender, right? And there's been historically like a lot of discrimination that's gone along with it, even though, you know, there is a word built around it and it is kind of built into this culture, right? Yeah. It's not wholly accepted, but it's not denied as existing. I wonder. Well, because I don't do... Would people in that part of South Asia also have trans people? Or do they just probably have men, women, and hijo, or Yeah, I think probably. But I mean, I think, you know, like the Western influence of like the binary onto them, like through like English coloniality probably means that like a lot of people you know, would identify as like, yeah, I'm a trans woman. Like that's who I am. I think some people might have a more like have a different relationship to that. Some people might identify as both somehow. Right. You know, I don't, I'm not familiar enough with like how, yeah, that'd be really interesting to know. With like that kind of like part of like the, the cultures that have nonconforming, whatever, whatever culture. Right. Yeah. Cause it sounds like, I mean, you think, I don't know. I would be curious to know how many, whether it just feels like there was the hedra, but now there's also 
kind of other people who are trans or was that just like what they called trans and now things are getting more complicated because of our um i don't think i mean i think it's both that they were just their own thing and now there are also like kind of like people identifying as trans i think what you're talking about is people experiencing gender through like one or two or more cultural lenses right like in this cultural lens i'm a trans woman in this cultural lens i'm a hedra in this cultural lens i'm a chick in this cultural lens i'm a yeah but i think like the key part of that is that like these it's not like we're just sitting here reading about it and going oh well that's a word i could use to describe myself right like because they grew up in that and lived in that and that's kind of like where i don't know what i would call this is stupid but like their low side of enunciation like where they are speaking from right allows them to be able to say that it's just part of their culture that they had this concept of hedra yeah but my point being is that like it's not just an analogous word to trans right you know nothing's ever like i mean most most things are never exactly analogous because we have a different culture so yeah there's like a, a little bit of a some different thinking around it but when we talk about cultures um outside of the western ones or whatever that have that had a more expansive idea of gender it seems like what they had was uh there's dudes there's chicks and there's dudes who live like chicks yeah but i i mean yes but no Hmm. because it's like to say that is to kind of impose like our own like western ideal and ideas of gender onto what they were right. experiencing i mean i'm just right? because they someone put it into english for me that way assign yeah, male no, birth to sure. adopt feminine gender identity clothing I, no, and roles I, I, yeah i get that but i'm just saying like it's one thing to say that but it's another thing to like mean that as what was actually happening right? right like what's actually happening is something that's probably too complicated and too out of our grasp to like understand just because like the you know the amount of things that i know about southeast asia i could fit in a very small cup right like yeah i'm sure there's some nuance to it that would be interesting to go learn about yeah it's cool i i had somebody send me some stuff about that the other day like because i was talking about coloniality and gender Mm -hmm. anywho Hey, y'all, if you want to check out the rest of the Gender Wiki Letter H's, you should head over to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash genderfluids. Uh, there you can also find all the other letters of the alphabet that we've done so far. Uh, we've been doing the first ones uh, here on the podcast, but if you want to hear our opinion on every new gender that people are just inventing like crazy, uh, go to our Patreon. It's fun, I think. Maybe. Maybe it's sad. Who knows? Uh, you can you can judge and decide that. Patreon.com slash genderfluids. But this thing where people like to have essentially like fleshlights, but just like the rubbery Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. I thought that was just me. Huh. Um but just like the rubbery insides, they like to have that like put into their mouth Mm -hmm. or into like their actual vagina or their asshole. And you only get fucked through that. Like a thick condom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, not really. The other end's open. So you're still getting come inside you, but it's like, you're not even supposed to, you're like such a toy that you don't even get to feel it. You're just a hole for this thing to get put into, which I mean, you're going to feel it, but like, you know, Or maybe you're allergic to their dick. (laughs) 
just their dick. It's like this is the only like, way we can fuck. Semen's fine. That's not that thing where you can like people who are allergic to mango. They can like swallow mango, but it can't touch their mouths. Like so, they could drink mango juice through a straw, and that's fine. But they can't like eat a mango. Have you ever seen that? No. That's a thing. It's fairly common actually. So it's less like the same thing, but for your dick, like. Well, I could I could drink the semen. That doesn't affect me. But if the, your dick touches the inside of my mouth at all, no go. You know, <laughs> I guess you could poke a hole in the end of a condom and still maybe do that. But yeah, you know. yeah. But with the condom rolls down a little bit, there's a little bit. Yeah, of dick exactly. To... You don't want to get the rash. Um, but yeah, no. I'm sure most people are doing it as some I'm kind of weird like, like degradation thing or whatever. I don't have know, the mouth or... space. You know. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. Those things are pretty thick. That's wild. Or the vagina space either. Like I don't know yeah. the from I've seen. I'm, I'm I don't think I have room for both a dick and a dick case inside <laughs> any of my holes. <laughs> you know, maybe it's like uh, that's for someone who just needs more, right? Maybe, They're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. F- I just like it when you fuck me through this flashlight with your tiny dick. Maybe it's <laughs> like you know your uh, your pussy's so big that the person with the dick can't feel anything, so you mm-hmm. just have like, to get. Yeah, he's we like, gotta, here, I let's get, get a, the insert. It's like a gauge on a shotgun. Put let's a flashlight in you just so I can feel something. You, yeah, that's yeah. You loose, used up. Yeah, all, all the good degradation stuff. Yeah, I'd be curious about that. So, have you seen anything about well, like the people who are into it? What kind I, of vibe it is? It's always in some sort of BDSM-y vibe. Sure. It, it, or a degrad, or in like somebody who's yeah. into like uh, edging or chastity play. Oftentimes, that's like, funny. With like bimbo it's a, stuff. Instead of it, it, your butthole doesn't count, and Jesus doesn't count it, your anal or whatever. It's just like that's okay. Just put a flashlight in your mouth, and then he comes, in, and that doesn't. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, or like, no, the chastity is like the person that's getting the flashlight put in them is like they're not allowed to actually be fucked, like, and so I'm going to put a flashlight in your mouth and fuck it, and yeah, like just yeah. use you as a toy, or I'm going to put it in your like pussy and just like. Fuck you, your that would have been a good one pussy, for right? the, the Keepers movie. <laughs> 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 for anybody who doesn't know, it's a hot, I mean, it's a documentary about about horrible things that happened in a Catholic school where the dudes were turning out to be like raping all the dudes were raping all the students, basically, and very elaborate, very detailed. elaborate Catholicy shit. Yeah, you should watch it if you like that kind of stuff. Um, so. <laughs> but so he the dude the main rapist dude at the catholic place was always um you know telling the chicks he would fuck them and, and be like you're such whore, harlot sinners you know you whores i gotta fuck the whoredom out of you basically <laughs> and then he would you would do it. and then at the end he, he would say stuff like and you weren't supposed to like that <laughs> just, <laughs> just in case you thought i was trying to make you feel any pleasure i wasn't i'm it's not that i'm not good at this it's that you're a whore <laughs> And I needed to punish you with my dick. Um, so real if, art, yeah. <laughs> so if he, yeah, like could add, I mean, I don't think those women, most of them, would be able to fit a flashlight in any of their holes. Yeah, they're all teenagers. They're teenagers. You got to work up to that. But I don't know. Maybe he for the porn version just like stretched them out. And he was like, you have to keep this. I mean, this yeah, thing was inventive. He could have like found a way to like train them. This like you have to sit on like. a traffic cone like just once a day. Be or a something. hole. Yeah. Um, Stretch it out. <laughs> the Catholic girl school girls are so like, <laughs> so loose. So not that, but like they're so what's the word I'm looking for? Like suggestible and like weak minded that it never occurs. They're sitting on a traffic cone before they're like, is this really what God wants? <laughs> I don't know if this <laughs> That's somebody's bimbo porn right there. Yeah. <laughs> Just- 
Wait the a dumb minute. Catholic schoolgirl who just like yeah. the priest keeps taking it farther and farther, and she's still like, I guess this is how Jesus thinks. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I can see that dude, you know, wanting to be like, look, I don't want you to f- even think you're going to feel any pleasure from this. Like, this isn't for you at all. You you are a fleshlight and that's what you are, you you sinning whore. And I'm going to just shoot my dick in, you know, like just so you, yeah, I, yeah, I could see. You're such a whore. Kinda, you don't even, des- I don't even, my dick can't even it. touch you. I, I, I want to make sure you don't have any pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. All right. Yeah, potentially hot. I could see. Yeah, I could see that in the whole you know BDSM like degradation landscape now. Just just one more thing that you could do to be like, yeah, you're just a hole. You're just a toy. It's ple- this isn't for your pleasure. And you're at the same time. At the same time, you're so loose. Yeah, blah blah blah. Uh, I saw this. Is that one. the dark one or the fun one? That's the fun one. Oh, okay. Um, I saw one that was like this. Uh. Matt, it was like a, one of those like blackout masks, right? Where you can't mm-hmm. see it, like a gimp mask that you can't see anything through, but yeah. it was just the mouth was like a flashlight on somebody, mm-hmm. right? So it's you're like a faceless, yeah, yeah, you're the glory hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so fucking hot just to have your face built into a wall with a flashlight going down your throat, like, yeah. Well, yeah, we're just built into the wall. Without a flashlight, still. Yeah, either way. I'm not as into the flashlight in me. I'm not into the flashlight thing either, but like just the thought of like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty. The mm-hmm. flashlight is interesting. And for, for those porn people who are like totally like stretched out and able to like hold these things in their holes, like I could see how that would be part of the repertoire, but not for me. Uh, <laughs> I know some people with some Get a mini flashlight. Holes. I think I might try this shit now. Yeah, there you go. Hey, man. Yeah. How's it going? Good, good. Hey, so... <laughs> well, look, they've got to have... Because for people with their mini dicks, what do you call them? Uh, micro dicks? Yeah. For people with micro dicks, they've got to have micro fleshlights. I think we've talked about that on here before. We with, haven't. They, and they don't, really. That, yeah. that I've seen. They Although, what That's if there were like some like knockoff, like, hey, you could buy it like at Spencer's, like, buy a micro dick fleshlight for your friend. But then, like, some dude comes in and it's like, I would like a case, please. <laughs> I need a case. Yeah. <laughs> before these go out of stock, I, I really need... I've well, been waiting this for this for so long. Yeah, well, many flashlights could, you know, then we could fit those uh, into reasonable size holes. So we could do something with that. I don't know. But a micro dick flashlight would be too small for a vagina, I think. Right? I don't know. I don't know how like, big the flashlight. I can't really r- remember how like big around these flashlights are. Anyway, they're pretty big, so they're like because you have to hold a dick, so it's got to be bigger. Yeah, than a dick. I mean, it's like you know think like the size of like a tennis ball tube right Oof, yeah no thanks kind of like that yeah you could probably find some smaller ones there's some like portable on the go like flashlights yeah. that or flashlight adjacent brands like tenga and stuff like that yeah that are super well, that, popular that is such a fun idea though for like you know um christian or otherwise religious uh, it's not couples <laughs> no that the girl puts a flashlight in her vagina and the dude <laughs> it just fucks that and they're like yeah as long yeah. as i'm not getting my seed in you and I know, i'm not really feeling your vagina like i could still <laughs> it's like you're still fun. a virgin you're still a virgin if i, if you I threw a flashlight <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, you're kind of still a virgin if you use a condom, <laughs> you know, try that one. But what are they, what would that be called? They would have to come up with a name for it. the Catholic tube. Catholic, yeah. Have you, uh, have you gotten fleshy yet? <laughs> they should market, you know, some kind of like sleek fleshlight thing for Catholics. The Catholics. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I want there to be like flubber too, but it'd be called like fleshy. And it's just about a fleshlight that comes to life and can change shape and helps Catholic kids fuck. Yeah. That's the porno <laughs> I version. I could be of whatever it. size you need. <laughs> you guys will, yeah. Because then people could still like face to face. I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Yeah. There's so many practical uses for this <laughs> fleshlight system. Anyhow. I thought about it, but yeah, use flashlights <laughs> together. Flashlights are not just for sad, lonely men; they are for couples and throuples, etc., as well. Yeah, I have a flashlight. It's fucking amazing. One of the hottest holes, things. One of my go-to porn videos is like, I love watching trans girls fuck clear f- flashlights. Okay. Like, like it's so fucking hot. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, trans girls fucking. Clear ones. Clear flashlights. I mean, it's fine if the flashlight's not clear, but it's like, it's super hot to watch. Like, there's a lot of like, they'll like just put it on the table and like get on top of it and like on all fours and like fuck downwards. Mm -hmm. So their dick is just going like down straight into it and it's kind of like pushed back a little bit. It's just, I don't know, something about that angle and that motion and like the kind of like desperate horniness of it <laughs> is so hot. Like right. you're just like, I just need to fuck this thing so I can come. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. does it for me? <laughs> does it for me? <laughs> this has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's K-F-U-X. Peace. Ciao.